Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, everybody. I just wanted to get back into, you know, the groove of things, you know, just getting back to talking about things that I, that matter to me, that I care about, and that should be spoken about in my eyes. Um, you guys know me, it's Alu. Um, this is 24 Uh A lot of people reached out about my last episode. It was just a real feel-good thing for me. It, it was It was more or less about getting myself to to speak um i held so much in you know trying to do a lot of things alone and you you, you got to realize that doesn't help you know that doesn't help you along your journey that doesn't help you along your path and things like that um when, when we face so many things in life we think it's better to shut out the outside world it's not about the outside world it's about paying attention to your own world. And we, we kind of get lost in translation and we, we shut our own selves down. You know, yes, there is necessary time to reboot and recharge, but it's not worth losing your own voice. It's not worth avoiding and ignoring your own self. So, yes, I'll say this, you know, the, the outside world, maybe need, you need to take a step away from it. But that doesn't mean that you ignore your own world. I was having a discussion with one of my friends the other day, and she was struggling uh, with a lot. And she was just like, uh, I'm just having a hard time, and I'm losing focus, so I'm slipping, I'm slacking. And it's because we don't build a space that allows us to do so. We we want to go to things, whether it's a person, event, uh Sometimes it's alcohol, sometimes it's drugs. There's some. It's a long list, you know, comfort in, in, in an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, comfort in a toxic situation just because we, we know already how that feels and that tox, toxic situation feels better than the current one we're trying to deal with. So it, the vibrations we think, it's like, a, it's like a false, you know, vibration, you know. It, it's not real. And the... Subject I wanted to talk about today, I know it's tough, and I know I may stumble over a couple of words, but that's a part of the journey for me. Uh, The subject I want to talk about is addiction, and people hear addiction, and they automatically turn to substances. Um, That that will be, you know, um, spoken about, whether it's alcohol, drugs, things of that nature. But addiction also comes to people and things and and situations and things we run to when when things get hard. Um I think my addiction was, you know, it's it's deeper than just, you know, sexual validation or trying to seek things with a, a a partner that I couldn't find within myself. Um it was deeper than that, and I really had to connect with God and, and, and do work on myself to see that. It, we all have, and I talk about this all the time, we know we all have trauma stories. We all have trauma bonds. That's how we we form so many friendships and relationships are through trauma bonds, um, because through our hurt, we, we found that connection. And sometimes that, that does help us, but we depend too much on that trauma bond, and we never actually grow from the trauma. So we're actually reliving the trauma over and over because of this bond. And that's that's where it gets scary. So my 
I would say my addiction was trauma bond. I loved having friendships and relationships that, you know, although I wanted to get past my trauma, in the same breath I didn't because it gave me identity in a sense. It, I felt like it gave me strength. I felt like it gave me a path and direction because I held on to that. It fueled my emotions so strongly. I was so passionate when I when it resurfaced. I was like, oh, it gave me a meaning. I thought it did. Um, and did I lose some friendships when I realized this? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you outgrow situations, so it's not the person. It's just the space you outgrow. And the person wants to stay in that space, they have that right to. Um, so it's not a personal thing. It was a decision I made for myself in the space I no longer belonged in. Um, but I see so many people struggle with addiction to whatever their, you know, choice is, whatever their, you know, whatever they decided, not decided to be addicted to, whatever they got addicted to in, in the process of their journey. And I, I've I've lost a couple of people to uh, drug addiction, um, which I've spoken about in previous podcasts. And people outside, and even me, um, I'm not that person. They like to, you know, cast a stone. They like to cast judgment. They like to think they know or call somebody selfish. But they're going through a battle that no one can understand besides them. And just because you hide, you know, your pain and you don't want to talk about your things and you 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 covered up with so well you know I call things like that found like how people call makeup foundation I call that foundation how they can cover it up things so well uh, without people seeing or the people like with a smile or they're doing this or they're keeping busy but in that business you're losing yourself you're going you're driving yourself nuts and and you know you go home and either have a a miserable life at home, miserable relationship, or even with yourself, the just turmoil is just building up, and you, oh, you, it shows up at work. It shows up randomly here or there. But with addiction, it's so easy to people for people to judge. But I I've learned that I it's it's there's more to that story, you know it. The addiction doesn't disappoint you like everything else in your life. And I think that's what it comes down to. You know what to expect. You know what it's going to give you. It gives you this feeling of, okay, this is where I belong because everybody else lets me down. Um, And even if I get really low on this addiction, I know that that's what this is. I can can be as low and it'll bring me up or I can, you know, if I'm up, it'll bring me down. And this is where I want to be. It's like a relationship of, you know, an understanding of, of each other. It's very dark. It's a very dark place. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. And I hope somebody will, you know, be a, a, a special guest on part two. Cause I definitely want to have a part two because this is, this is a very heavy subject. But the addiction becomes your life. The addiction becomes a person, the thing you could run and talk, talk to in a sense. You know, it comforts you. Everybody else lets you down. It's there for you always, no matter what. You know it's in the back of your mind. As soon as something else lets you down, as soon as something else hurts you or disappoints you, and you feel like you're fear of failure, you know that addiction is going to be there for you. You know that addiction is going to just waiting for you with open arms, you know. And it's a warmth feeling. Warmth feeling. And whatever your addiction is, because I've seen it to where people always say, 
you know, I've, I've dealt with depression. And it's very easy because you know what what that's going to do for you. You know, when you slip into that, that dark area and depression is there, you're like, yeah, well, at least I have depression. You know, at least this this is my thing. Um, and people hold on to that because it feels like it gives them a feeling nobody else can. And so when I've seen my friends slip slip to certain things, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's a, it's a toxic significant other, I don't judge them. I don't say, hey, man, what are you doing? I just want to talk it through. You know, I don't even talk about that. I just want to talk to them about them. Because in that, as soon as you jump on somebody for certain things, they're automatically thinking like, oh, you don't understand. This is why I go, like do that, because you're automatically casting judgment, automatically assuming things and that they're the faster they run back to it. So it's it's having an open mind and allowing people to be whatever, whoever and whatever that they are um, and having the open discussion People always say, like, being there, being there holds so much power, but you have to want to be there. You can't just be there just to be there. People can feel that. People can feel that when you're just, you know, running running through the motions and being like, well, you know, I'll reach out if you need me. No, you got to be there. You got to be invested. And it is draining. So that's why I say you have to want to be there. Um, because the people that are fighting through this addiction can feel and see that they're already thinking you don't want to be here. They already have that preset mindset, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's already in their head that, that nobody wants to be there. So you have to realize it's a sensitive situation, and it's a fight that never stops. Um, and it's a fight um, that's worth fighting. Uh, but it's not your job to convince them. It's your job to help them, right? They have to convince themselves, we we think that it's our job when it, whether it's a loved one or somebody that it's our job to convince them that you know to give up the addiction or like you know there's a better life on the other side of the fence be there i don't mean you know don't try to convince them what i'm saying is it's it's ultimately their decision don't think all this information that you're giving them or you know you have the right to to tell them you know what their life is just love them because in that sense they also the people also get defensive I, i've been defensive as well but when i see somebody openly and wanting to be there and be like okay this is not an intervention this is not something that they're just forcing upon me they're allowing me to see and they're allowing they're showing me rather than just telling me they're showing me life they're showing me that they want to be here and then you know life is is that bigger picture it's a very sensitive subject and touchy subject for me because uh, the people I've lost and the things that I see. But I feel like addiction should be talked about. And that's why I said there's so many forms of it, not just alcohol, not just not just drugs. It, we, we, we lean on so many other things um, just to not face the reality of things. Um, and until I found out mine was trauma bond, because trauma, trauma bond is intoxicating, I can tell you right now. You know, even thinking back to it, like I, I can remember thoughts like if this is a recent growth from trauma bond, trauma bond for me. And it's, and it's serious um, because I had to realize that I was worth fighting for me, you know, 
and I and I do enjoy the life that I have, and it has nothing to do with uh, personal gain. It was it's all it's all about love and the love that I have in my life, um, and the beauty of life, really, the simplicity of life, really, um, and realizing that everybody has a trauma, and everybody has a story, but that trauma is not who we are. That trauma is something that we went through and we experienced, but it is not us. It does not define us, and it is not our story. It is a page. It is a line in our book. It's a it's a it's a it's a one paragraph in our book. It's something that we went through, and now we're moving on. Um, and I think that's what we have to realize: is we can't let it become us. And as I'm sitting here talking about this, it it is therapeutic because I want people to realize that you know you don't think you have an addiction or you think an addiction is just a certain things, but then you start to realize maybe you do, maybe you shouldn't cast a stone in a glass house, um, and just being there and you know acknowledging it and awareness is so important uh, in your life and in your loved one's life. Um, so I thank you guys for tuning in for another episode, 24-8 Lou. Um, we're looking forward to part two. So if you guys want to tap in with me, please, you guys know how to reach me. Um, thank you guys for listening. You guys know my mantra, Sage. Sacrifice, achieve, grow, exceed, and have a great day.